Hi, I'm Zen, and this is Here at U Calgary, a podcast series where we'll talk to various students around campus and learn about who they are. We'll discuss their background, the research they're working on, why did they choose University of Calgary, and stories they wish to share about student lives. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Here at U Calgary. I'm Yehozan Rizvi, and our guest today is Mika Marble, a third-year undergraduate student with a major in psychology and a minor in English. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Great to have you here. Mm-hmm. All right, as always, uh, why don't we just jump into it? So what got you inter- interested in these topics? Um, so I first got interested in psychology when I took it as an elective in high school. I didn't really okay. consider it um, as something that I would pursue in university, but uh-huh. I really enjoyed what we were learning, and I just figured that I, I, I didn't get tired of it as okay. much. For English, um, to be quite honest, I did get a, I did pursue a minor in English just because I was thinking of being an English as a second language teacher, and that does look really good when you're applying for jobs like that. Um, but at the same time, I do really like reading and I love okay. literature, and it was also a good way for me to keep up just reading novels mm-hmm. instead of just reading textbooks all the time for all my <laughs> other courses. So, of course. And uh, what got you interested in the teaching component? Yeah, so with teaching, I was doing volunteering earlier on and that um, in those volunteer positions, I would be helping children with um, computers or even coding. Um, I would uh, teach English as a second language to other people. And so that really got me thinking, maybe I could make this a career um, in the future because of just how much I enjoyed it and how much I really liked the people aspect of it. Okay, that's really nice. Uh, so you said uh, you were also teaching a bit of coding, so you've had computer science experience? No. <laughs> okay. um, I I don't have a lot of computer science experience, but um, in that position, it was just kids could learn coding through games, but I would just help them in like, okay, it was if if you're trying to get this character to go this way, maybe you could do a, a different route because it was, a, let's say it was a maze. Sure. And I'd say to get to point A, instead of, you know, turning left and, and going right, maybe you could go an, the other way around and, and they would sure. be able to build the codes from those directions and ju- just like helping them to problem solve in their head. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know from one of the... Uh, one of the things that people have who get interested in education is that mm-hmm. they have some role models who stand out from either yes. high school or grade school or university. Did mm-hmm. you have any influence? Yeah. So one of um, my favorite instructors that I've ever had is uh, Dr. Kathleen Hughes in the Department of Psychology. Um, she was my developmental professor. And so it kind of went hand in hand with like we learn kind of how children develop and how they learn and the different developmental milestones. And so she's just very enthusiastic um, when she teaches and you can feel how passionate she is about the topic. And she's also a very good teacher. She goes to um, she tries her best to make you understand something by tackling it from different angles. And so when I pursued teaching, that was something that I tried to keep in mind. I know I couldn't be exactly like her, um, but if it was something that, you know, if I could help inspire people in the same way that she does or in a similar way, then I think that. Um, I would have done my job and I would have kind of fulfilled that goal for myself as well. Okay. All right. So we've talked about your interest in psychology, uh, English, teaching. Yeah. 
Um, but that's not all you do on campus. Yes. <laughs> so you do a lot of volunteer experiences as mm. well, or rather on campus, outside of campus. Yes. Could you tell us a bit more? Sure. Um, so mm. on campus, I volunteer with the Students' Union. This is my second um, year volunteering with them. And um, outside of campus, I volunteer with the Alberta Children's Hospital. And I've also, I just try to dabble in as much as I can, if I have the time, of course. Okay. Yeah. Um, so for the student union, like what type of volunteering are you doing there? Mm -hmm. um, so I started off uh, in the Students for Literacy. Um, and that's where, that's actually part of where um, I got my interest in teaching because that's where I would okay. teach ESL to various people and with other co-teachers as well. Um, and now I am part of the administrative volunteer program. So I help staff the desk at the volunteer services. And it's a really good experience, especially if you're thinking about working in an office environment. Okay, that's neat. And then just moving a bit forward, um, mm -hmm. so how about the, the children's hospital? Is that something you're allowed to talk about? Yes. Yeah. I, I did I did email my supervisor okay. beforehand just to talk um just to verify what I can talk about. So um with the children's hospital, I used to volunteer in the oncology unit and that was just visiting patients, um, making sure that, you know, if they wanted someone to talk to, that they did have someone there because with how everyone is nowadays everyone's busy, everyone has things to do, and that's just how, how life is, right? But the unfortunate part is, you know, you don't always have a lot of time to spare um, for, you know, other people who may who may need it. And it's not necessarily your fault, but it is how, you know, it is what it is. And so if you have people who can make sure to be with others um, when they need that or when they would benefit from that, then it's it's really, really good. Okay, that's that's uh, that's amazing yeah. to hear. Mm -hmm. And now moving further, mm -hmm. uh, this isn't your, this isn't the complete history of your uh, volunteering experience. No. one special <laughs> project that you also worked yeah. on. Yeah, so um, that was an internship in South Korea. And mm -hmm. so it's stemmed from um, teaching again. And I, after doing ESL station, or rather while I was doing it, I decided to apply for an internship abroad um, to teach English in the rural parts of South Korea. And now this wasn't something from the university itself. This was an external application and all. Yeah, yeah, it was external. Um, I found out about it through looking at travel vlogs on YouTube. And some people talked about their experience and, you know, they would be asked, why did you used to live in this place? Why did you used to live in South Korea? And then they would say, oh, it was through this program. And I was a teacher there. And um, when I was uh, doing ESL station, that kind of got me thinking, oh, this, you know, people make this a career. You could do this as an opportunity. So I I just tried to apply for it online and oh. I got in. <laughs> oh, congratulations. That Thank you. Been awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it's like two birds with one stone. You get to travel. Yes. And teach, which obviously you enjoy doing. Yes. Yeah. All right. So you're taking courses. You're doing all these volunteer works. Yeah. Um, how do you manage the time uh, between all these things? Um. It. It really helps first to enjoy what you're doing, I think, because that way time management, I know that a lot of people don't enjoy it and it's not always the most pleasant thing. But if you enjoy what you're doing and what you're, you know, trying to fit into a schedule, then I think that it, it makes time management seem like less of a chore. It, what really helps me, at least with time management, is just prioritizing, making sure that, you know, if I have something that needs to get done, then I put that on the top of my list. Um, and then kind of work my way down. It also helps me to have a weekly overview of just 
what to expect so that I'm not, you know, getting everything I need to get done for one day and then forget that I have all these things to do the next day. Right. So just uh, to avoid yeah. any unpleasant surprises. Yeah. Of course. Um, and I'm hoping you also want to leave time open for friends and family just to relax. Yes, absolutely. Take a break. Yeah, because... Yeah. Um, when you're too busy, it's re- it's very easy, especially in this day and age, to forget about yourself and forget that you are human. You know, you have you have needs, and it it's important to, as you said, spend time with friends and family, allocate time to relax, and so that you're not burning yourself out um, before you even get to where you want to be. Of course. Uh, just coming back to again, uh, you know, you're doing all these things: um, uh, psychology, English teaching all these volunteer experiences mm-hmm. uh, from an outsider perspective it seems like they, they may not they might not be relevant to one yeah. another um, could you bit, uh, expand a bit on like uh, how do they fit in, in in your world yeah so yes I completely understand mm-hmm. that they that they don't seem to relate to one another because they are very diverse and you know they're they're very different experiences but at the same time I think the common factor is that I decided to go for those experiences and opportunities because they related to me and they related to kind of, it sounds so cliche, (laughs) but it's like your pursuit of happiness, right? Like that's at the end of the day, you want to make sure that with your career and with what you're doing, that you're happy. Because if you're, if you make, let's say, make a lot of money, but you're not happy with what you're doing, then it's a bit difficult, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want to follow the one path in front of you. Especially when that path isn't even (laughs) clear. I I, Like from my experiences with talking with a lot Mm -hmm. of um, students in university, whenever I ask people, oh, so what do you plan on doing with with this degree? Most of the time they say, I don't know. And Mm -hmm. I, I think that's perfectly okay. And I think you may not have that one path just yet, but it's important mm-hmm. to consider your options. And if you're stuck on this one path, you don't want to limit yourself to other paths that, you know, may offer more happiness mm-hmm. for you, that may be a better fit for you. And right. that's why people change their majors all the time. Mm-hmm. But, at, you know, at the end of the day, if if they're happier in that specific major that they changed into, then I think that that's what matters. Right. And it kind of reminds me of a discussion I had with uh, one of our career counselors at the mm-hmm. career services we have on campus. Yeah. And they talked about how your career is also evolving with you. Yeah. It's not just one thing. Um, yeah. Sometimes you may enjoy something, but in the future, yeah. you don't enjoy it so much. So, yeah, you can always, like, keep changing if, if need be. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that, you know, everyone changes, your job changes. And, you know, it's, it's that's just the great thing about life, I think. And I also think that it's important to remember that you're not in competition with other people, that if they're changing, that doesn't mean you have to. If you're changing, that doesn't mean that they have to. Like you're on your own path and that's important to remember Right. when you're going through university especially. Right. So I guess one way to put it is it's, it's okay to not have everything figured out from yes. the start. Yeah. 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 I, it's, it's okay to not have everything figured out. And it's it's great to figure it out as you go along, right? You don't want to be, um, I think, maybe wandering around aimlessly is a way to put it, like doing everything. And then you're like, um, I still don't know. I don't know what the purpose of it was because you can glean something from so many different experiences. Right. And, yeah. and just being, bringing back to your point, like if you're being proactive, yeah. at least 
you're trying to put your foot in different places, trying to get different experiences Mm -hmm. and trying to find what works for you and what you might enjoy in the long run. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, not waiting for opportunities to show up, especially in this um in this day and age, I think it's important to look for opportunities, not just the ones offered by the university, look outside um, and just have a bigger scope. I think you don't limit yourself to what you think that you can do, but try new things because you really never know what you don't think that you would enjoy. But then once you start doing it, you know, it becomes something that's very important to you. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And then just coming, um, you know, focusing on opportunities that are just given to you at the university. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a bit of a guilty of that. <laughs> um, is uh, when I started my master's, yeah. um, you know, I got to teach like as a, as a TA, mm-hmm. and I had never taught before. I've given yeah. I had given class presentations. I used to be incredibly nervous standing in front of a group of mm-hmm. people. You know, if I have a piece of paper in my hand, it would be constantly shaking. Yeah. Um, I used to be that type of yeah. person. But mm-hmm. uh, as a grad student, we get to teach and I love it. Yes. Um, yeah. I think I've taught over six years, different courses. Wow. Uh, and, uh, you know, received various teaching awards. And That's so, awesome. I love it. It's like, And I never would have thought of it beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, congratulations mm-hmm. on those awards. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as, as you, as in your experience, you, you don't consider it, right? But then if it's there and, you know, it doesn't hurt to try it, then I think mm-hmm. that, you know, just go for it. Maybe you won't like it, but even if that's the case, and at least, you know, oh, I don't like doing these kinds of things. I know more about myself because I know that not to kind of touch on those in the future, maybe refer to them once in a while, but I know to pursue other things. Right. right? Yeah. Right. And hopefully doing podcast interviews is, is a positive experience. Yes, yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, did you have any last words that you wanted to share with our audience? Yeah, um, just because it's it's that time of the semester, and I mm-hmm. know we have exams and um, finals, just be sure that you're taking care of yourself. Make sure that you know, as you mentioned earlier, you have time for your friends and your family, you have time to sleep. I know that a lot of people want to, you know, do their best, myself included. But it's important to remember that you can't, it's hard to perform at your best when you're not at your best, right? So just make sure you're taking care of yourself and doing things and pursuing opportunities that make you happy. All right. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for My being pleasure. on the show, Mika. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, this is here at UCalgary. I'm your host, Zan Rizvi. Thank you for listening.